Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive in to today's topic. Can a virus cause Hashimoto's? If so, does it have to be a specific virus or can any virus cause Hashimoto's? Back in episode four, I introduced you to the eight common triggers in Hashimoto's. Now for every autoimmune disease, you have three things. You have a genetic factor, you have a gut component, and then you have one or more triggers. So those are the three things. And then of those triggers, you can have, like I said, one or more, and I listed eight common triggers. One of those common triggers is viruses. In the last several episodes, we have been talking about some of the specific triggers and simple and sustainable things you can do to combat those triggers if they are issues that you deal with. In episode seven and eight, we talked about stress. In episode nine, I talked to you about vitamin D and why it is so important to know your levels and to supplement if you need it. Episode number 10, I talked about blood sugar. Episode 11, we talked a bit about gut health and foods to avoid. And in episode 12, I didn't talk to you about a trigger at all. Instead, I gave you a key for a happy holiday season since it was the beginning of November when I was recording it. Today, we're going to dive back into the triggers and we're going to talk about viruses. Now, when I listed out the triggers, number eight was infections of any kind. So yes, viruses fall into that, but so do things like bacterial infections or even parasitic infections or molds. But most commonly, these infections are viruses. Why? It's because we're inundated with them. They're all around us. Did you know that the viruses from a sneeze can travel 200 feet? Doesn't that just gross you out? It totally grosses me out. In fact, when I buy a water bottle, that is one of my things that I'm always thinking about. I'm like, if somebody sneezes 200 feet away and there's not a wall, how is my water bottle going to be protected? So I will not get one that has an open straw or... Um, an open space where my mouth is going to touch. I will only get protected water bottles because viruses are all around us, especially in the winter. There's a lot of reasons that we're exposed to more viruses in the winter. And if you're interested in hearing a podcast about that, let me know, head over to Instagram and send me a message at esterY.rn and I will record a podcast episode about why we're exposed to more things and what you can do to, you know, make sure your sneezes don't travel 200 feet. And yes, there are things that you can do beyond covering your sneeze, which I hope that everybody is doing and teaching your kids to do. So we know that we are exposed to more viruses and bacteria in the wintertime. 
the what can you do because you don't want to get a virus and have that trigger an autoimmune disease. We don't want autoimmune diseases. We want our immune systems to be functioning super, super well. Optimal health is the goal. Just because you are exposed to a virus does not mean that you will get sick with that virus. It doesn't mean that that virus is going to find a place in your body and how can you resist it? That is an excellent question. The goal is to create a healthy internal environment. You are a whole person, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. If you look at the tiny little flower in my cover art for this podcast, you will see that it has five petals. And that's because when I'm talking to you about your health, I am talking about the whole you. You cannot separate the different parts. People like to separate the parts. We like to talk about just the body, just the physical health in Western medicine. Well, that was one of the things that drove me crazy because I know that you're a whole person. Everything is connected. Your thoughts, your stress, it impacts your physical health. Everything is connected, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. So we have to focus on the whole you. We want to create a healthy internal environment so that you have the resources to fight the viruses when you come in contact with them. The internal environment can really impact the outcome when you get sick. Not if you get sick, we all get sick. When you get sick, it doesn't matter what infection comes along. People with comorbidities, people who are already sick or dealing with things, people who have a poor internal environment do not do as well when they get sick. Your goal is to get healthy on the inside because when your immune system is trying to clean up those comorbidities, those other things going on, then it can become confused, overworked, or even downregulated. Then it can develop an autoimmune disease. And that's what we're trying to avoid. And if you already have an autoimmune disease, of course, you don't want to get sick with another virus and potentially make things even worse. So there are some specific things that I'm going to give you today that you can do to help yourself be healthier when you are exposed to viruses, bacteria, and even mold. But to answer my first question, is there a specific virus that causes autoimmune diseases and Hashimoto's in particular? No. There's not. There is a popular health influencer who says that there is one specific virus that causes it. And I'm going to say, no, there is not. There are a whole bunch of viruses. And when your body is attacked, when your body is fighting the virus, any virus, that's when it can become confused. You need to be healthy overall. There are simple ways to reduce your threats. Like don't smoke, for example. Reduce your other pollutants. There are so many toxins and chemicals in personal skincare. It's just crazy. So reduce those threats. If you have the opportunity to switch your antiperspirant and take out the aluminum, awesome. Do it. That's one simple way to reduce the overall burden on your body and reduce the threats to your immune system. So reduce those threats. We've already talked about stress. Stress is huge. You want to decrease it as much as you can, banish what you can, and manage the rest. Again, you can go back to episodes seven and eight for some good tips, some simple, sustainable tips about stress. Lowering your stress is going to reduce the threats to your immune system. Right now, I am recording during election season. I have no idea what's going to be happening a week, two weeks from now, three weeks. As we know, in 
the last election cycle two years ago, the stress and the fear that the media kept giving us, it lasted for months. So if that's going on as you listen to this podcast, I am sorry. Turn off the news, reduce the stress as much as you can. Yes, the news is the news and you do need to be aware of some stuff that's going on, but you don't need to make it the main focal point of your day. Reduce the fear that you are exposed to to help reduce the stress. Number one, you're going to reduce the threats. Number two, you want to support your immune system. I talked in episode nine about vitamin D. It is really powerful for your immune system, especially when you take it at the onset of a viral illness or a bacterial illness. So I once did a research study on my kids. I have four kids and I had read that when you take a big dose of vitamin D at the onset of viral symptoms, you decrease the duration of your illness and you reduce the severity of those symptoms. So two of my kids got sick. I gave them a big dose of vitamin D and then life went on. By the time the next two got sick, I had kind of forgotten about that that research. And so I didn't give them a big dose. I did the other things, you know, the elderberry, the zinc, the extra fluids, the extra sleep, all of those things. The two kids that I gave the extra vitamin T vitamin D2, they were sick for shorter duration and they had less severe symptoms. Vitamin D is really powerful for your immune system. Another research study showed that increased D levels were associated with a significant two-fold reduction in the risk of developing acute respiratory tract infections with a marked reduction in the percentage of days ill. So again, the vitamin D studies show that you're going to be sick for a shorter duration and you are going to reduce your risk of getting sick in the first place. So go back to episode nine and listen to that vitamin D episode. If you have not listened to it already, vitamin D is another way that you can support your immune system. Another simple way to support your immune system is a hug. A hug decreases stress levels, which I already talked about in, I think that one was in episode eight. Um, but it increases your immune response. So go give somebody a hug. Go give a pet a hug. Go give a person a hug. There are simple things that you can do to support your immune system. In the next episode, we're going to talk about strengthening defenses. And then in the episode after that, I'm going to talk to you about one specific virus that gets blamed for Hashimoto's and a book that goes along with that. Make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast so you hear the episodes as soon as they come out. If you are just getting started on your Hashimoto's journey, I do have Hashimoto's 101. It's a free PDF that you can get at healthwithhashimoto's.com guide. You can get that. But if you want to go deeper and if you want to know the number one thing you personally can start with to begin regaining your health with Hashimoto's, I am offering one hour coaching sessions so that you can get your next step. You want to know how to kickstart your own health journey. And that's what we're going to cover. I'm going to listen to your story, to your personal journey so far. And together, we're going to figure out what is one simple thing that you can do on your journey, because it has to work in your life. It has to be real. It has to be true. It has to be sustainable. It has to be simple. It has to work 
for you. So that's what we're going to uncover in our health coaching session together. You can go to health with Hashimoto's and click the get started or click the book now and book your coaching session with me so that you can have your own Hashimoto's health session. I will see you in the next episode where we're going to dive into more ways that you can strengthen your defenses so that you can have a healthy winter this year.